You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 28. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still swallowing half of a candy bar. That's okay. Gotta get my energy up for I this. I know, you gotta carb load. Yeah, you taught me that. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the exercising part yet. But, but you I've, got that carb load I've, I've gotten to the uh, feeding yourself first part. <laughs> so far, so good. Woo! <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah. It's all about incrementalism. You're not going to do it all in a day, people. You got to <laughs> you got to pace yourself. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You're well on your way. Exactly. <laughs> you are welcome. I'm an I really I'm an inspiration. You are. I'm the true hero here. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much goes like veterans than me than like nurses or teachers or whatever. Yeah, that sounds like the right order of yeah. things. Yeah. I think I think that's true. Yeah. Cops maybe or something, firefighter, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's Well, after after teachers. Once you get past me, what difference does it make? Right. It right. really is what it comes down to. <laughs> it's about this guy. <laughs> Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm sure that's a good, warm, fuzzy way to start. You know, yeah. that is perfect for the first week of November in which we're all thankful for things. It's it's good that you're, you're yeah, so you're thankful. thankful for me. <laughs> and I'm thankful that you're thankful for me. So it's, you're I really mean, kicking off the holiday season, right? <laughs> well, it's, uh, I got to, uh, that way my heart can grow three sizes. Right. On, so you start off grinchy. Right. And then you grow. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. I will also become green. Interesting. Does yes. that mean you're going to eat some spinach in there? Don't be crazy. No, I'll eat something that will turn me green. Like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Ew. <laughs> so, shameless plugs. Don't forget where it has an odd segue. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we have a, uh, a new review to read. Yes. So, this review is from CC... Underscore 11586 Okay That is not a pathway to shout outs No But you have to remember That's their iTunes name Not necessarily Their bike name It's got a hashtag In front of it though Oh Okay So CC So maybe they just want to be CC1976 They're not asking for the underscore To be announced But it's not, It's 11586 uh, Well I see what you're saying That's yeah. a lot of syllables That's a lot of Yeah Well there's probably a story Probably I loved your work in Poison, by the way. CC? Yeah. CC DeVille? Yeah, pick up that guitar and talk to me. So, uh, CC DeVille, who I, I am sure this is who we're talking to Absolutely. right now, uh, says, This podcast is a must-listen for anyone with a Peloton obsession, besides inspiring some relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aww. Uh, the weekly lovely banter of Tom and Crystal is a great way to stay up to date on the news and insider info on the bike. I listen when I'm running, so I feel less guilt- guilty about cheating on my bike. That is a good compromise. I like where your head's at, Cece Deville. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know the next time you're coming to town. Yeah, we'll come watch you. Yes, again. <laughs> I've sang on stage with Poison. Oh my God, have you really? I have. What it pops? No, it's out at the amphitheater. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why were you on stage with Poison? Because I'm a rock star. <laughs> Do I have to explain this to you? Yeah, I actually I don't. Were you like announcing? Were you... I, they were playing a festival for the radio station I worked for at the time. Yeah, and they were like, we want all the DJs from the station on stage, even the short fat one who can't sing. Yeah, and uh, they said it just like they that. They said it just like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got a up waddle. there. Yeah. You're doing an imitation waddle. Well, you said the people, fat short guy, so I was to know that. You're impersonating <laughs> me by by waddling. Well, you were like almost a, you were like 70 pounds heavier. Not at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that let's was, waddle. Yeah. It's more of a swagger. Well, I don't think I've ever really had a swagger. No. <laughs> no. But uh but yeah, so uh we sang uh Rock and Roll Night and Party Every Day. Awesome. One of the guys who works at the station was like, can you get me a pick? And I'm like, how am I going to get a pick? Next thing you know, I'm standing on stage right in front of CeCe DeVille's microphone, and they would they take gaffer's tape, wrap it around backwards, and they, they line picks all the way down. And I was like, snag, took him, <gasps> got him a pick. Oh, my God. And you know what's even weirder about the fact that I got him a pick? What? The dude in question has no hands. Yeah, that's pretty weird. So, I don't huh. know. Well, you probably just collect some. Yeah, I guess he would have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He would make the same jokes. He I'm was sure great. he would. They used to do a thing on the radio station with him. It was called No Hands Ron, <laughs> and they would do like, "Here's another thing that No Hands Ron hates," and then it would just be him, and he'd be like, "Fried chicken." And that would be it. Okay. Yeah. Ron sounds like a cool dude. Ron's a great guy. I, I like it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. I've never heard that story. I don't know how in all this time I've never heard that Every story. Every once in a while I got a new story for you. Especially because like, I had a pretty big thing for Poison. I really liked everybody I in that band. Poison would have a pretty big thing for you. I'm pretty sure they had a pretty big thing with every female who walked in front of them. And yeah, offered I themselves to, I had to go find him a girl Did you? I did How did you do that? Well, he had a specific one He's like Could you oh. Find out about her for me? And I was like sure Wait Brett Michaels or CeCe DeVille? Brett Michaels Oh I'm so jealous of that girl He was super nice He was very nice Couldn't have been nicer you I'm know, getting like, more and more jealous of this story uh, By the second But yeah he was he was very nice huh. Well So I, there's my, my poison story Wow So We got it off on a tangent We did get off on a tangent That was record timing So instead of tangents Why don't you tell them What's coming up on the show today All right. well we've got Some great writer stories There's some things going on This month that I think People need to know Awesome And then Peloton announced An update for the app And I want to talk about that Okay And then We also have some news For the heart rate training group Okay Okay And who are we talking to today? Who are we talking to? We are talking to Eric Shapiro because the file is still there. The file worked. Woo! Woo-hoo. Fifth time's a charm. <laughs> he wasn't, that Shappy wasn't so happy when we <laughs> had that phone call. Hey, remember that conversation we had? It's gone. Yes, I do remember that conversation. Good, because that's the only existence of it. <laughs> Oh, he could not have been nicer about the whole thing. But uh, he gets a couple digs in. Yeah. Rightly so. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Good guy. Good guy, that Eric Shapiro. So uh, let's dig in. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. 
I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the <laughs> best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 Day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Shall we? It's time for news of the Peloton. Peloton news. There are updates. There are. Yeah. So they launched some new features for the Peloton app. So now you can search for fellow riders by going into your profile and searching in the top right hand corner. By username Which you could already do On the computer But this is Like I said Just for the app So that's cool They can find other people To follow And also if you type in SF It's the sexy filter And it will give you Just the sexy people (laughs) No it's still not Okay It's still not a thing Good I'm glad Hang in there though Someday Glad it's it's not a thing Okay Uh, And on the app You can also now Check your milestones And achievements So you can see How much progress You've made Towards okay. your hundredth ride, let's just say you can't. You don't know. Like I'm on ride seventy. I'm seventy percent of the way there. Well, I mean, I was a mass communications major, and even I can do that math. But I think now it shows you the rides you've taken versus other things that you've done in the app, like behind beyond the ride content. Oh, okay. I'll allow it. Go on. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to tell JV you gotta yes. check with Tom Be sure before the, you post any other new features. Be sure and let the Foley's know I have sanctioned this. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate. Yeah, that. I'm sure they'll. Oh, they're <laughs> they're going to rest easier at night. They're waiting with bated breath. Yeah, I have no doubt. Now your apps that the rides that you took on the app now officially count toward the Century Club milestone. So I don't know if you remember. A few weeks ago when right. I said that if you're on the app You can get a shirt now Right So turns out I saw some back and forth And apparently that was not that was not what they meant for that to happen oh. They meant they meant that like for people who have the bike and travel That counts for them oh, They did not mean people who only ride users. on the app Yes uh. However they have they have gone ahead and done that But now it's only going forward So like if you were on ride 75 That doesn't count what it's, about what about when you get to ride one seventy five? Well, it counts going forward from now, but it wouldn't have mattered if you were on four hundred and seventy five. Up until now, it wouldn't have counted. No, what I'm saying is, if you're on ride seventy five, it doesn't count. When you get to ride one seventy five, then will it, it will count. Then it will count. Yes. Okay, so they're they're starting to keep score now. When you get to a hundred ride, if you've already done a hundred rides, then you have to do a hundred rides under this new program, even if you've already done some rides. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. So really awesome. And uh, I think it's cool that the app is getting more and more content. Makes you wonder, makes you wonder what's next for Peloton. I think they're probably trying to rope people in with the app, you know, and be like, this app's so awesome. Why don't you have a bike? I think you're right. So another little Peloton update is that Christine Diercole, you might remember that she kind of adopted the heart rate training group and um i don't know what they're calling themselves these days because it's not tribe anymore i can't remember i know i know that tom labelle has told me a million times and it's just escaping me i'm not feeling the best so i'm taking drugs over the over counter, the counter. 
appropriate. Medicine. You don't have a. You're not a junkie, is what we're saying. No, no. So because um, if you were, man, do I have a type for real? <laughs> for real. Like at some point, that's about me. I agree. <laughs> so I can't remember at the right off the top of my head. But at any rate, she had promised. Christine had promised that she would start. Posting training plans And I saw today That she posted um, One of the training plans It's heart rate Zone training plan Number one And so it's Specifically designed For the conditioned rider Who is accustomed To a five rides Per week schedule And it's just For general fitness So it's out there So I know that There's a lot of Heart rate tribers That have been Really bummed Because they don't have Kind of a structure To follow anymore Since Stephen Little left There you go You have You now have a training plan From Christine D'Ercole Awesome Yeah That will come in very handy It will And hearty Ha I see what you did there Yeah Nice Good Was it? I mean Not really But (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to be supportive I don't need your pity Okay Yeah, you're funny enough. You don't need my my pity. I got to know the ones that don't work. Okay, you know, so I can so I can. Here, let me try this. Okay, well, you don't got to be mean. (laughs) It's like when we. It's it's like I always say, women. If you fake it, you're just teaching them to do the wrong thing. All right, all right. Don't do that one. It wasn't good. Okay, more to the left. Harder, faster <laughs> Whatever's funnier <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that I want you laughing At that moment Hey, I'm still talking jokes oh, I don't know okay. what you're talking about No, me either What was I talking about? <laughs> Moving right along So what else is in the news? Uh, so we have some We have some great writer stories To share So one of our stories today Is from Is about Dottie Luparello Also known as Damn Dottie Okay And this is just Such a cool story So Dottie has A son Who's struggling With some issues And she posted about it And so I don't feel like It's a secret Or any HIPAA violation Or anything But she was saying That um, he's living Like in a As he's recovering From his issues He's going to be living In a shared space So like There's like a group home and there's other other people living there, other males. And so she saw how much he loved her bike and he she was trying to figure out a way to to get a bike for him to be able to use while he's in this recovery situation. Sure. And um she posted about it on the page and like tons of people were like, "Oh, I'll pitch in. I would be happy to pitch in." So, uh Dottie goes and talks to the place where her son's going to be living. She got permission to buy a bike for them. Wow. Like they are buying one for the group home. And so so the generosity of the group was not necessary in this case. But how cool that people who are struggling with lots of different situations are going to be able to have this positive experience in their life. I mean, I don't know anybody who can ride this bike and not be smiling afterwards. You're going to know someday, Tom. What will I know? You will know that when you get off the bike you're smiling. I I don't because think you I'll enjoyed ever it go so to much. this place though. I <laughs> I meant the bike in general. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we have a bike? No, we don't have a bike, Tom. That's just why we have a podcast. That's why this whole thing got started. I'm playing koi. I know. I know. It's another one didn't work. Oh, like a koi pond. Koi <laughs> Well, that's awesome, though. Yeah. That they'll have, like, kind of a, a positive way to expend some energy. Yeah. Really good way to, to turn things and make it positive. I, I love that. I love hearing stories like that. And there was another story that inspired me this week. It's um, from Christina Ribeiro. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. And um, she is also also known as Little Powerhouse. And, okay. uh <laughs> I, I laugh at that because Jen Sherman always called her that. And I think my, the story I've heard is her screen name used to be something else. And then Jen Sherman was always calling her little powerhouse. And so she changed it. <laughs> so I just I always smile when I hear that. But she posted about a really uh, sad story. Her her niece, Henley, is five months old and she was diagnosed last summer with SDS, which is known as Schwachmann Diamond Syndrome. It's a rare life-threatening genetic disease that affects her bone marrow, pancreas, and skeleton. And so there's no cure for it, but a bone marrow transplant can make her life much better uh, on a day-to-day basis. So one of there's two things that I wanted to share with everyone. Number one, Christina is going to ride eight rides on Sunday, November 12th, and she's going to have the hashtag Healing Henley to raise awareness of the disease because it is so rare. There's a lot of people that are unaware of it. So she's asking anybody to ride with her to help support 
what's going on here. Uh, so that's one way that you can help. But another way is really cool is that you can go to be the match and get tested and see if you can be a bone marrow match for her niece, Henley, or anybody else out there that might be suffering from this. And you can give your bone marrow. So a really cool and easy way for you to help. So I will have the website on our Facebook page. So it's facebook.com slash the clip out. And I will have the information for the ride and for you to be able to go and check and see if you are a match. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Neat story. And then there's a third story. Want to kind of bring things up a little. Right. Uh, Bethany Kramlick Tant. Tant. Not sure how to say that. Yeah. She posted this the other day and it made me laugh. So apparently in her office, she has had, I, I, she must run the office, run a business. I'm not sure of the details here, but she has, she's been talking about her Peloton obsession for the last two years. So apparently she calls them the girls at her office have listened to this and they have given her Peloton related gifts for Boss's Day this year. Oh, I thought you were going to say they staged an intervention. <laughs> no. And they've listened to her endless stories after her first trip to the mothership to ride. <laughs> and so several of them have asked, they've, they've expressed to get a bike. They want to get a bike, but they just couldn't financially do it. Right. So, um, so Bethany took things into her own hands and she ordered a bike for the office. So wow. now everybody can ride the bike and get the experience that she has been talking about for two years. So they now have the stinkiest office in town. <laughs> I'm sure they have a way to take care of that. <laughs> How awesome is she as a boss? That's best, pretty cool. Best boss award, Bethany. And it's cool to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for the news. Awesome. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, on the phone with us is Eric Shapiro. Hello? Eric? Are you there? Hello? No, that's just a joke for Eric. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually working. Here's the real interview. So uh, join us on the Skype phone today. The most patient guest (laughs) we've encountered thus far. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Shapiro. How's it going? I'm doing well. Clap. Thank you so for we, having me again. You again, we should probably provide some backstory. So we had recorded an interview with him. Well, recorded might be too strong of a word. We did an interview. We had conducted an interview with him. And... Uh, Oof, it it went was aw- gone. It went away. It went away. It went away. We don't know what happened. And it's weird because just a little inside baseball for people, the way we do our interviews, it, it, it we record ourselves in one audio editing software, and then the Skype calls are recorded in another thing, which then also records us, which is kind of a double redundancy. So we exist in two spots. Well, I guess we need to figure out a way to create a redundancy for these <laughs> Skype files. So Skype didn't work. So we had... Zero. We had none of his. So it would have well, been us asking question and then minutes upon minutes of silence and us just going, uh huh. Ooh. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was that the uh, the microphones that usually record. So we actually had about an hour and a half of patches yeah. that he had to sit through. Oh yeah. So there was that. And then whenever we restarted the computer, the software that records our mics would not turn on. Like yeah. it wouldn't set up. And because it wasn't, we were like, well, we'll just do it in Skype. It'll be fine. That's our backup anyway. Well, we were wrong. We were very, very wrong. So we will ask you the same <laughs> questions. Just don't bore us with the same answers. I was say, if this time it's not good again, are you going to delete it again? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah that's what... funny. I'm considering, uh, we have Skype in my office where I, I do actually manage infrastructure and IT systems. And we're actually very seriously considering moving on to something else. And this right here has made a decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We, we watch, uh, we watch Dr. Phil and he always has people people on polycom which i've only ever heard of on that show and it's like and it's always awful <laughs> they're always it's always like like freezing and audio dropping out i was like he probably this... owns it with his son jay i know <laughs> i was like i think skype is paying dr phil to use polycom so everyone can see how bad it is the same way i think coach the coach purses once paid uh snooki to <laughs> to not wear to not they they sent her like gucci purses they were like please stop carrying our brand around so uh enough of this let's uh let's talk about you so tell us how uh how you first stumbled upon the peloton so i had uh kind of this uh probably about almost 
three years ago, I started doing a lot of spinning. I had done running, and uh, my wife and I, Jenny, had, had done a couple marathons in probably 10 years ago but we still kind of kept up with some 5k's now and then but just tried to but it was just so hard on, on knees and just in general i didn't don't like running uh so uh, i did start cycling more and uh, and i started i found the ymca in my area had a really good spin class the only bad part about it was at 5 30 in the morning Oof. and and if you didn't get there by five you didn't get a bike so it was this crazy get up at 4 45 hurry over to the y and hope you get a bike and then it was a great class with some great people but then it was it's just uh, it became this whole big thing of getting up super early and taking a long time to get there and then shower and then get home and then go to work. And uh, a friend of mine, Greg Y, who uh, I ride with off, he, uh, he had gotten the Peloton. And for two months, I had heard him talk about how great it was and how it's com- he was competing and he was on the leaderboard. And I was like, no, I love my Y class and, and, I'm, and, and it's part of my Y membership. Why would I do that? And then there was a Friday that specifically in my mind, I remember where I got there and, uh, and the spin instructor didn't show up. And we're all standing no. there. And this one lady who I, after the fact, I don't understand why she was there, but she's like, I'm going to go home and ride at my Peloton, which I was like, yeah, why are you up? <laughs> at 5 a.m. if you went at home and you can do it. Okay, so, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're lucky you got out of that spin class because clearly that woman's a sociopath. <laughs> like She could have been in her nice warm home. Why, she has a spin studio in her home and she's going to another spin studio. I can't believe she cheated on her Peloton. That's the real issue. Did you did you tell her that she needs to, to get back on her bike at home? Well, I was like, what she should do is sell it to me for $1,000 and she <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that was smart. <clears throat> so that, that's how I, uh, I, yeah, about two months in, I got it. And then it was just like this super fast addiction that, again, I think it was around April 2016 when I got the bike. Okay. So, so yeah, it's, it's coming up on... Well, I guess it's been about a year and a half then. It has, yeah. Awesome. So just a little bit before you got yours. Yeah. 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 Just a month or two. Yeah. We're we're kind of infants in the Peloton community, though, really, because the, the timing of Peloton, it's like if it goes by so fast. We talked about this before. It's like the dog years of Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. You're toddlers. I, I, I know. I didn't get to see the uh, the dry erase boards in, in the studio. I really kind of like big part of that. <clears throat> but at least we get to hear their stories. I do. I try to take some old classes once in a while to uh, to feel like I was part of the beginning. Do they still have the, the the Do they have the ones that old up? Could you go back and take a dry erase board one? Uh, I don't Yeah I think you can Because I've taken Some really really old ones With instructors That aren't here anymore All the music is Like by Al Jolson (laughs) 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 I need to do that A year and a a half (laughs) (laughs) Well you mentioned That you wanted to get In better shape For your kids So was there like A moment that pushed you Forward or was it Just overall movement You decided So it was probably A combination of two things One they started walking Walking and I couldn't keep up with them. <laughs> They're so, funny uh, that way. No, no they uh, they were getting into. I was helping coach soccer and, and and different sports, and they were fast, and I wasn't. <laughs> and I realized that I was breathing a lot heavier than everyone else. And and it was a New Year's Eve, uh, just you know, New Year's Day type of thing, like this silly resolution. And I just happened to be like, let me get on the scale, smart. And uh, it wasn't smart. And uh, and it was it was like almost like wow, that's. I mean, I've always been up and down in my my weight. And always been trying to like really, really try to stay at a plateau or, or a constant weight, and uh, and it just was one of these things that was like I need to get on like a, a really good regimen where I'm where I'm burning calories and staying healthier. I what I did with my kids in that regard is I uh, fattened them up <laughs> and I got them. To be uh, really lazy I had them play a lot of video games Watch a lot of television So now I don't have to chase them <laughs> That was it's, your solution? Yes, that was my solution When, <laughs> when they started to get faster than me Well, uh, Eric's is much healthier I mean, you, I mean, you went the other way I, but, no, Well, I was actually thinking of times When, when you're putting those, those uh, the shin guards on You put those yeah. leg, leg weights on also Slow them down Yeah but eventually It's like Then then it's the reverse You build them up Right You're making them stronger I don't want to do that I always always say that uh, I I was raising my boys To be To be nerds Because I felt It was the best way To prevent teenage pregnancy (laughs) So far so good So far so good (laughs) I'm gonna Maybe say Don't let your boys Know this one exists And they don't need to listen To the Hap Shop The episode (laughs) 
<laughs> but, uh, I feel no, like we're safe. <laughs> the, uh, but no, in general, like my family history has been, you know, uh, you know, overweight or, or, you know, diabetes is run in my family and it's just, you know, life expectancy is not super long and I don't want that to be the case. So it was really, I mean, it was this New Year's Eve where I just said, you know, I'm going to, I got to make this serious. And, and that's when I started doing those spin classes. And, and really it's, you know, between that point and then really the Peloton, it, I mean, I think I probably had some pretty decent weight loss and I've really kind of been able to maintain it without being like, initially it was probably, I was pretty strict on diet, but now it's got to the point where I can be fairly normal with what I eat. And I don't mean normal from like the nutritionist who you spoke to a couple weeks ago, because that's not normal. <laughs> but, uh, normal Those people to, aren't normal. <laughs> closer to the, uh, the donut recipe, but uh, but being able to ride my bike and uh, and uh, be able to maintain my weight has been pretty good. So do you feel comfortable telling us how much weight you've lost? So probably from that New Year's Eve, it, it's probably been about 60 pounds. And, wow. Uh, nice. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't think right now I'm down 60 pounds. I'm probably like down like 50 pounds, but it's still much less than what I was. And I'm just feeling way better. And I was, you know, back pain and all kinds of weird things that were, as I was turning 40, it was, you know, starting to be... Uh, not pleasant and definitely feel much better now and, and walking up a flight of stairs i don't feel like i'm going to pass out congratulations yeah, that's, that's awesome that's a lot of hard thank work you. to put no, in so you. yeah yeah i think over my court i've lost from my heaviest probably about 70 75 pounds and I'm, and i'm like you i'm probably more closer to like down maybe 50 to 60 from where i was at my peak but uh, at one point, I was—I wouldn't say thin, but but still, I'm much better than I was. So I totally relate to you what were, you're saying. You you have made yourself a lot healthier yeah. through your choices. And I mean, healthy-ish. Yeah. We're, we're grading on a curve. We are. Yeah, as healthy as chicken t- tenders and pizza can make a guy. So you were uh, talking about you know your own your family medical history and uh, without violating HIPAA. <laughs> um, so you you donated a kidney to your mother. I did. That I, uh, had to be quite a <laughs> quite a undertaking. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was an amazing experience. I, I would I, I joke now that I did it because I was like a pound and a half less than I could. But no, it was she she had been diabetic since she was sixteen, and she you know over time diabetes is just so hard on, on eyesight and, and circulation. And but then her her kidneys were to the point where she had to go on dialysis. And she was on dialysis for almost a year. And really, dialysis is so stressful for the body that if you don't get off it, it's just going to be this kind of... I mean, you can be on it for a long time, but it is so stressful that eventually it's just going to cause more problems. And uh, and my brother and sister both uh, and I all got tested to see if we were uh, a match. And I, I was. I was living in Cincinnati then, and she was in Philadelphia. And we uh, you know did all the tests, and, and I came back. And the, uh, the company I worked for was amazing. They gave me a month off, and, and I got to do this wow. with wow. her. But uh, the, the, the best and worst thing is I thought like it was going to be like going to the dentist and, you know, that bad wisdom tooth that, that takes a couple of days to heal. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt for a long time. Uh, oh. But it would it, it, it worked and that made, I guess, all the pain worth it. Absolutely. That's awesome. So like how like how long did it take before you were kind of like back to normal uh, I still don't think of normal but that's nothing so they uh, I was I mean like besides you know that the because they cut through a bunch of muscle I was actually the 13th time they'd done something called laparoscopy where they don't do a huge incision but they do these smaller incisions and and uh, so you're supposed to heal quicker but it did they did cut through like muscle in your in your abdomen and it just took a, about a month before i was actually able to like you know even start like somewhat of exercise then but uh oh, wow. but yeah it was pretty painful but uh so you kind of had a c-section yeah in a way like i'm not I'm just, it sounds funny when i say it like that and it, it is a problem i run into in my life a lot where i try to i'm not trying to say something funny but it still comes out that way it's just like a, it's a weird form of autism, but uh, uh, but I mean, really, that's similar to uh, to a C section. I think the incision is on my waist, and maybe that's where it is with the C section. I, I could, if I wanted to, probably still wear a bikini bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty, uh, I know it was, it was one of these things that I'm so technology and, and biomedical engineering is my, my, one of my degrees. And, and I had them give me the video of the, because you know, they have this camera that goes in and they cut through your tissue. And, and that's when you realize you're, you're actually really fat when you watch them cut for like a half hour through your fat. And <laughs> I think we'd all feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also would have rather it be in the black and white version because it was very vibrant colors. But, uh, oh, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I just thought you liked art films. <laughs> <laughs> no. Black and white, similar like an early Darren Aronofsky film. I think it was on a VHS tape, and similar to my first clip-out interview, I believe it was overwritten. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't use this whole story to get there, but I felt like it was going to feel right. No, it's appropriate. It's, it it's almost worth us having deleted it, so you could make that joke. I, but yeah, that's. Uh, Boy, that that's just amazing! This the thought of, of of doing that. I know that like my mother when when she was sick, she they thought she was going to need a liver and a kidney, and she had a, just so people don't think my mother was a drunk. She had something called uh, Nash, which was non alcoholic streptohepatitis or something like that. And basically, it's a medical way to say you're dying like an alcoholic, but you're not one, and we don't know why. And uh, and so my sister and I were actually just going to divvy it up. Like, well, you give her a kidney, I'll give her a, a liver because I drink less. So <laughs> that seems fair. Like, yeah. I don't. If somebody tells me I can't drink anymore. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm still pick. Every time I hear that story, I picture your sister being like, "Yeah, that's a good deal. I like that." Yeah, my sister would take the deal in a heartbeat. She's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can still drink. Yeah, then okay. Then I, I love her enough to do that. Then. <laughs> like, can you also give me a piece of yours later when I need it? Yeah, (laughs) they grow back, right? So you can, yeah. If you if you take enough of it or a small enough amount, they grow back, right? But yeah, that's that's a that's an amazing story. It is. Yeah, it was. uh, She got like you know five really good quality of life years, and and that was uh, like Jenny and I had gotten married, and and she was like you know dancing at my wedding and those type of things. You know, it's it's great that she had those years. So that was uh, it was definitely worth it. And you know, people say things like "Oh, you're a hero" type of thing, but it's really if you're in that situation, it's not something that you ever would ever consider not doing except Homer Simpson (laughs) (laughs) well I'm sure she really appreciated that you did it and it is it is I know that you you don't feel like you're a hero for doing it but I don't think everybody would do it and it's still a brave and very very nice thing to do I will accept that Okay. <laughs> so, um, so you said she had like five like really good years after you did that. How like do you know like how long that so, normally kind of works? So for? they say at least I mean around that time they had said you know because there's all these anti-rejection drugs and all this regimen you have to stay on, and I think it also has to do with what how healthy you are. But they usually say between like uh, around ten years is what a donor kidney will will last for, and then there's sometimes there's folks who you know get and it's interesting when they give you the donor uh, donor kidney is inserted that's not really how i wanted to say it but uh, then when they when they they place it they 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 leave the other ones and then there are folks who have could have multiple kidney transplants and have you know three four kidneys as they uh, because they'll still kind of work but not uh, as fully effective so they leave the old kidney in because even though it's not doing the job it does it enough to where it's a little extra so it might as well help out how does the plumbing on that work (laughs) You know those uh, tomato plants that you hang And they kind of branch (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking They look like But uh, no, they uh, Yeah, I think it's also because They don't want to remove Or introduce additional trauma To the person who's receiving it By taking something out That doesn't matter Sure Yeah, that makes sense That makes sense So, So some people will kind of roll From one kidney to the next You know, like you can just that's doable. Yeah, I mean, I think it's actually, you know, even when you think of someone who gets a heart transplant, it's not something that you get and it's good forever. And uh, right, mm-hmm. so it's uh, I'll give my plug of being an owner do- organ donor very important. But uh, you know, the kidney one is is good because you have two and you can give one away and uh, help someone. It isn't, you know, your body. There's still this, you know, part of your body that's rejecting something foreign that over time eventually, I guess, makes it not work. Or it could be that they have kidney disease and and it's affecting. That uh, please don't anyone who's a doctor email me and say I'm completely wrong. Right, this is not <laughs> medical yeah, advice. Yeah, you're just, just yeah. 
You're just tell- you're just sharing your experience and what you know. We're- That's right. Yes. <laughs> so, do you have any? Are there any long term life changes that you have to make because you only have one kidney? I mean, I had to wear smaller pants because I was that pound that I have smaller. No. <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, when you, when you, know, you pee, it all lilts <laughs> to the right. So my understanding from the doctor back in 1999 uh, was that, you know, you don't need to. In fact, many people are born with just one. They don't even know it. And uh, it will actually grow and take on more, you know, volume as it needs to. But uh, from my perspective, yeah, one thing that actually bothered you when I was doing some of the, the running and, 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 and some of the long longer runnings. I, I love ibuprofen and that's like the one thing that I'm not allowed to have. And it's I think the oh. sodium levels in that cause your kidneys some from trauma. So they uh they don't want they you can do pain pain relievers and stuff but not ibuprofen. But other than that they say nothing. But uh, wow. I will tell you the story that when I was in the hospital on that Sunday, the Simpsons are on Sunday night and uh and it just was it was it was like an evil joke on me because it was the Simpson where Homer is asked to give his father his kidney and uh, and, and he's it's this whole thing where he doesn't know if he's going to do it and he ends up doing it but the doctor who I think it was Dr. Hubbard is one of right. he's like you'll, you'll be fine wink wink and I'm like no 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 wink wink no <laughs> so, well so, take uh, some solace in the fact that doc, Dr. Hubbard rarely knows what he's talking about at least <laughs> at least it wasn't Dr. Nick that's the that's the doctor on the Simpsons you got to really look out for he's <laughs> the one on the on the uh, on the uh, on the, the daytime drama, yeah. No, uh, the, there's the there's on the Simpsons. There's Doctor Nick, the the guy with the black hair. That's like the the crackpot doctor that they go to sometimes. But uh, okay, I have one more kidney question before we move on. On your driver's license, they all they have the thing on the back that you can sign that says, "I'm willing to be an organ donor." Do do you have a special one that's like, "Sweet baby Jesus, don't take my kidney away from me if I get in a car accident." Uh, it it does not. See that That is interesting though And now I'm nervous yeah. <laughs> He's like Oh dear How do I uncheck This box That is a great question There needs to be An organ donor But not kidney Yeah right. Yeah Like I already gave I gave at the office <laughs> Oh no <laughs> like I'm, I'm glad that I could give you something new to worry about. <laughs> it's really uh, one of my unique talents. It and is, I always actually. Find, like, and because Crystal is a constant worrier, but I'm constant. really good about finding new and creative things for her to worry about. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I never even thought of that. Oh, yeah, that could happen all the time, yeah. Or when you so did that urban legend where they put you in the, the bathtub, they would be super disappointed when they only get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, joke's on you, except for the fact that I now have no kidneys, but uh, other than that, the joke's on you. <laughs> and, he, and he would be bleeding out in a bathtub. Well, yeah. There's that, too. True. <laughs> so, um, I know it's been a little bit, but you did a ride for MS recently. It was 150 miles, or was it 100 miles? I can't it was, remember. It, it was 100, but thanks for making it less. Appreciate yeah. that. It was only 100. I could have done 180. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year. Be, uh, Do you want me to delete this episode too? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you doing a ride for MS? You should do a ride against MS. <laughs> You're a jerk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give away one kidney. You think you can go out and try and spread MS around? <laughs> Those, no, the, uh, so, a couple, like probably seven years ago, I was working for uh, the largest company that makes uh, therapy for MS, and they, they had a large team that did uh, biking, and I. Again, I was running, so biking felt fantastic. So, uh, I, you know, one of these things, I think that year it was a 75. The first year I did it, I did the 75. They have this option of going directly Only from, 75? Yeah, only, yeah. <laughs> no, you go from uh, from Philadelphia, and then you go to the Ocean City uh, Beach kind of town, and uh, and directly it was about 75 miles, and then you have this option of doing this loop, and the loop's dead in the center, so when you're really feeling great, you feel like, I can do that loop, and then you get to regret it. So, uh, yeah, and I, so over the years i've continued to try to do that ride and and you know greg the guy who i mentioned who who introduced me to peloton he's done a couple of rides with me and then another friend tim who doesn't have the peloton who, who will have it soon but uh <laughs> we'll keep talking to him about it but they uh but it's one of these things that I, I like doing it it's almost like it keeps me on the road bike it keeps me on the trails and to, to be able to keep up with that ride and uh and it is a good cause and this year i actually you know you guys did some promo for me and i did have some much higher goal this year thank you but uh, You're you welcome. Know, it, it was uh, 
it was a it was a good it was a really nice day and my family i have a i have a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old sam and maddie and they they love it because we go to ocean city and the beach and, and the pool and this year it was actually hot last year it was like 40 degrees and they were in sweatshirts oh. but this year it was really warm and we got to doesn't the don't the sweatshirts day. don't the sweatshirts bog them down when they're in the pool <laughs> I would think. it keeps the water warm around their body oh is that okay yeah. that's want to try that <laughs> You do love your hoodies. I do love my hoodies. <laughs> well, that is awesome. And yeah. 100 miles is amazing, especially outdoors, because I'm sure there were hills and things that you couldn't just ride flat in a low gear. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, do, they do at the end. There's these two really, really tall bridges that are like the last three or four miles of the ride. And, and it's like, that's really, cool. I just made it. And now you're going to give me this. Yeah. That's kind of mean to stick <laughs> that at the end. They should have started the course the other way. Yeah. So you ride, you ride, so you ride down them. Yeah. <laughs> it is ride good. It's all downhill. Is good, but. Yes. You need a ride that's all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> like my first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. So what sort of advice do you have for people who have just obtained their bike other than to uh, give you the referral credit? So I, I will uh, they even do that anymore. Now they have this $10 a day plan. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I told I told Crystal, I'm like, it's like the new plan is like if you adopt one of Sally Struthers orphans or something. It's like, <laughs> if you drink coffee a day, then yeah. you can have it once uh, pay one month. Uh, I, have, I have three things that I, I had kind of thought about. One was the whole uh, two-month wait. Don't If you haven't gotten the bike yet, definitely don't wait the two months. Just just you know, pull the trigger on it, and then you can see the million people on, on the, the Peloton page talking about how great it is. I'll get advice from people. The, uh, you should definitely just buy it. And then you have, you have, I think you have a 30-day thing to say, get it out of my house, but I, I rarely think people do that. But don't think about it that much. It, it's really in your whole life. If you do you know, a 1,000 rides, maybe two bucks a ride. And, and uh, so it'll... Uh, It'll be uh, definitely do that. Uh, my second and probably my favorite one is is get to the studio at least once and, uh, yes. and do a live ride. And uh, I'm going to give you my uh, it was my hundredth ride week. I think it was ride ninety nine. And I thought about cheating and doing like some little crazy ride before I went just so I could get to a hundred there. But I was <laughs> stuck with it and was honest. And it was uh, I live in Philadelphia, but uh, we, we have this really silly thing with my twelve close college friends, and we do a fantasy football draft every year i probably hate fantasy football at this point but i really like getting together once a year with my college friends and we uh and we you know usually go somewhere and we'll mix it up from a location but this year it was actually new york and we'll we got in town friday and you know went to dinner and and stayed out real late and drank a lot so i could get a lot of energy for a ride at 6 a.m but uh there was a 7 30 ride on saturday and i think i may have been partially drunk but i won't say fully. <laughs> uh, and it was uh it was a jj uh jennifer jacobs ride and it was super super hard and it was just amazing being there you walk in and it's it really i mean you guys have been there so you know that it, it's it's a it's kind of an experience just just because you get it's not just the spin studio it really is like a nice place and uh and it, just something like i walked in and this guy comes up to me and he's like hey, you ever been here before and i'm like no and it just was like like i was sucked in and and i think you guys see chris gallant or gallant all the time on on some of the, the pages and he just like took me under his wing in a second and and lisa carlson who i know you spoke to she was there and uh and it was just like and it was, uh, michael i always say his last name wrong but it starts to be and they just like i was like instant three friends and they're like this guy stinks of alcohol and they still remember <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, why they bonded yeah. with you he's one of us <laughs> they were probably drawn to the alcohol yeah he smells <laughs> delicious no yes. but, they're lucky they weren't licking you. But <laughs> no. there was plenty of feet to lick on the floor uh, afterwards. It was really, really gross because I'm sure it was like my heart was probably ready to explode because it's like you've never ridden the bike with this much beer in you, and uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get all of it out right now. But uh, and the amazing thing was, so you know, the ride's great, and 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 just being being hey, a seat a ride uh, bike six is available. I have no idea what that means, and that means I am dead center on the screen. <laughs> And dead, and dead center in front of Jennifer's face, and she's looking at me like I'm going to die. But uh, afterwards, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm here. I got to get some pictures. And and Jennifer Jacobs like takes. It had to be an hour. She talked to the three. The three of us were just. She talked to everyone. She took pictures with everyone, and then we were just standing out. 
outside and it was, you know, eight thirty in the morning on a Saturday and she just was like talking to us about everything and, and, and I think they had known her. Actually even going way back before we even got in there, we were standing outside because the studio wasn't open and this normal person just walks down the street and she starts hugging people and I'm like, Who's this? And then I realized it was Jennifer. But uh, <laughs> really uh, really really nice lady and uh and I just I, I like her rides, I like her eighties rides, I like her uh, climb rides and, and now she's getting into more of the I really like endurance rides because I feel like I'm not dying every time I do a ride. But uh, so this so I really kind of she's definitely probably one of my top two or three uh, instructors. That's awesome. That's a that's a great trip. That's yeah. a, yeah. sounds so, like so, a perfect first time at the studio. Yeah, and that and that's my number two of, of doing a live ride. And my number three, I promise, will be faster. Is just uh, there's a website, and I think. Uh, I don't know if everyone knows about it, but I, I, it's called PelotonGuide.com. I don't know who does it or if it's sponsored at all, but it's one of my things is, is getting motivated to ride. And I'll think about, I want to listen to, I'll say Guns N' Roses first, but sometimes I'll say, I want to listen to Britney Spears. And you can search on, uh, <laughs> you can edit that out, but you can search on the site and find every it's ride with whoever, whoever is, uh, is, uh, is whatever music is on, the, on that ride. And I know they have the new feature that you can look at on demand rides and, and see what the playlist is but i still don't know if there's another place besides peloton guide that you can search that's pretty neat yeah it, it is an awesome site there's tons of information on it too it yes that is a very very good tip all of your all of your uh tips for newbies are very good so good good advice good. except for the britney spears stuff yeah we're gonna we're gonna leave that in for we're gonna, people we're to gonna, humiliate you we'll move it to the front so it starts <laughs> like we'll be like We'll be like, uh, and now joining us on the phone, the Skype of phone, Eric yeah. Shapiro. I like Britney Spears. This <laughs> is gonna, do you, do you think gonna drop it in. Things out or make it worse. Uh, oh. I think you know what, Tom. I wasn't going to mention, but if you would do a ride, you might be interested for the second ride right after that and listen to Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> you do get. I mean, my name's Happy Shappy because uh, after I'm done riding, I'm happy. It's not because what I'm starting. So it's usually <laughs> that's that's true. I've never regarded exercise when you're riding after an all night drunk. Like, be glad you're not crappy, Shappy. <laughs> Start making you put down deposits when you ride that bike in studio. Like, no, no, no. You definitely need to say, can you can you touch your nose? Okay, you can go ride bike six. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, it's the bike that goes nowhere, but I still got a DUI. How is that a thing? Uh, so, so tell us something about yourself that's not related to the bike that the community may not know. So I have a family. My wife, Jenny, and I have been married for 17 years. I have wow. a daughter, Maddie, and a son, Sam, uh, nine and seven. And we, uh, my weekends are swimming and soccer. But I'm also a big, uh, big character in my daughter's Musical.ly videos, which I think is amazing. These kids playing, I don't know if you know Musical.ly or anything like that, like the YouTube no. type. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's this ability of, of a nine-year-old to make amazing music videos, but then they also walk around your house with their phone in front of their face all day. But, uh, <laughs> but occasionally I am actually willing to be her... Uh, her character, but, uh, huh. but 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 something uh, actually. So I talk about Peloton all the time, and uh, and I convert people, and then they go, "This guy won't shut up, and it's horrible." And then then soon everyone's buying one, and they're talking about it, and I'm like, and I and I and they're like, "Well, he's always talking about it," and then I stop talking about it, and then they are the ones talking about it. <laughs> but, but I do like to uh, share things. I really would have thought I would have looked up what this term was called since I have a second chance, but I didn't. And it's, it's, like, it's, it's like this ability to like tell people good things. Like if you have a good deal on you know on cable, you tell your friend that this is a great deal on cable. But this is my uh, my public service announcement of, of uh, again I mentioned I'm a biomedical engineer and I work for a, a cancer therapeutics company. And what they're doing is amazing things to change the way people are treated of cancer and you know today you know, radiation and, and chemo and they're horrible and they're, you know people get really sick and hopefully they get and they have longer lives but really it's not something that they sustain really long long lives for but these new therapies where they're taking people's blood and they're they're teaching your immune system to to target and kill the cancer cells this is super exciting i'm sure for the listeners but but uh, but but it is it, cool. it, if it works it's going to be changing the world and it's really amazing and what i'm trying to get to is at the end is 
is if you know someone or, or someone is sick, this is my commercial, is and, and not just cancer, really anything. It's People need to check out clinicaltrials.gov and see what's available for everything because there's so many technologies in medicine now that, that people aren't available for. And if they just kind of look, they might see this is what I have. And this hospital that's right down the road has someone who, who might might be able to get me in a trial that could solve something. And uh, so hope that's not too deep, but it's pretty interesting stuff. And that's what my, uh, I'm not talking to all the time, I'm talking about cancer therapy. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good information for people to have. You never know you never know whose life you might have just saved. Absolutely. So I, uh, I think I mentioned this last time. I know it's not what it is, but it's kind of like I've, I've heard about a thing called CRISPR, which it's like they teach your, your genes how to kind of re-edit themselves to remove diseases Disease, and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, and they, they were and I listened to a there's a podcast called Radio Lab and they did an, an episode about CRISPR and I think CRISPR is spelled like C R S P R or something. It doesn't have vowels. It stands for something. <laughs> and but but it's worth going back and listen to it. It's, it's it was fascinating to hearing and also some of the ethical dilemmas that it would that CRISPR itself could create because it's like you could start removing things from the because once you delete that strand you completely removed it from the genetic code right so like you you can't pass it on which sounds great until somebody says well don't pass on being shorter than five foot seven or don't pass on being have brown eyes and obviously you can see where that could go to some really weird places and, and ugly places too, but but they were but back to what you're talking about, just the future of medicine, and they were saying how like they really think in a hundred years, you know, our grandkids or great great grandkids will just be appalled at the notion that it was like, oh, we cut people open and and went in and tinkered, like wow. that's just going to okay. sound. Almost like leeches to them. Yeah, like they took your kidney. What the heck? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> they just went they in just and grow took one? it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's just going to sound completely bar- barbaric to to future generations that they feel like they're that that they're that close to doing that. So, well, then then they have to when that day comes, they're going to have to like make the whole world have kind of this like everything's got to be made out of glass buildings and everybody's got to wear white all the time because every time you see a sci fi movie like that, that's what happens. The world world's it's everything's made of white yes it's all, it's all white coats and glass buildings and everything's very sleek yes self-driving I, cars when he was talking about how they're working on curing cancer i was like dude i'm gonna start smoking I'm just going for it. Yeah, like they're Honey, I think I think with your food stuff, like I think maybe maybe you're already maybe you're already, you know, on the edge. Let's, you're gambling a little bit. Right, I am edgy and edgy people smoke. It's cool. It looks so cool. It's funny how they sold smoking as being cool. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. When you see Humphrey Bogart light up the cigarettes, but but like when you don't see forget the double light, the double light guy. What movie was that in? Where, <laughs> well, he, lights where, the, where he lights the two cigarettes and yeah, uh, one for him and one for her. Yeah, like that's a that's a baller move. But uh, <laughs> but you know, but it wouldn't work. It'd be like it'd be like when you're in the store and you try on a leather jacket and you're like, man, I look good. And then you see yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh no, I'm just a doughy bald middle aged guy. In a leather jacket this is, <laughs> Now I'm smoking This fixed nothing Now my leather jacket stinks This was an awful idea <laughs> What have I done <laughs> Thank god we're just back to the non-smoking Yes <laughs> So well, you already told us what your leaderboard name is And how you came up with it So I guess we'll just I don't I don't know that we did tell I don't think I don't think in this rendition He said how he came up with it Oh I thought Just because you said That you was You're happy when you're done I thought that was how You came up with it Is there more of a story I don't want to I don't want to So, so I, I started out in day one At a high school And college Nickname of Shap S-H-A-P Because my last name okay. Is Shapiro Which uh, is, is not Irish But uh, thanks guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I didn't uh, say it <laughs> yeah, I said thank, thank guy Thank you guys. Yeah exactly uh, But uh, And uh, and I was riding With uh some folks who, again, you know, when you and I talked about what you should do when you start riding is, is, is kind of try to follow people and see who's riding the same rides. And I was doing the 6 a.m. rides a lot. 
and you know I was riding with General Zod, Candice, D. Hasty, uh, Smashly, and I saw these people all the time. And you, you start you know seeing them every time, and and they're getting shout outs like you know hey Matt nineteen, and I'm like what I'm not getting anything with Shap. So then I was like I gotta go Shappy, and that sounds you know someone will be happier to say Shappy, and uh, it was it became a marketing <laughs> thing, and I was like you know what if I do Happy underscore Shappy, it's longer, it's got an underscore, and it's gonna really pop. And and actually I, I do think you know there were people who never said chaff and not chaffy but they they would say happy chaffy even robin would laugh and say it once in a while but, um, but yeah That's and it became, it became almost a competition with you know people to say you know you know you have a really cute name but my, they like mine best and then they would say stuff like oh i'm so happy happy chaffy to see you and, <laughs> So, which hey, speaking me of, back. did you get your shirt this week? I am wearing my shirt. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. He's on the clip out wearing his clip out shirt. That's amazing. I did get it today and that's probably why you postponed the interview so I could have it when I'm wearing it. It's that is exactly why. But I will tell you, your pa- your the the mailing packaging when I did all that, yours was the only one that I wrote the leaderboard name because it just made me happy. So it was like happy shabby. <laughs> so you so, got a postal shout out. And, and, and my uh, uh, I think it was Maddie went to the mailbox and she was very excited to see Happy Chappy got mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she wanted me. She's Mad Dog Chap and she's done about ten rides. She's nine. Oh, she has a friend in Utah, is... and they ride together. Oh, and that's then, awesome! I will, I will complain about the new feature in case Peloton's listening that they can't ride together anymore because the leaderboard doesn't let them see each other. So she oh. wants that back. So put so it they back. Can't, what did they do? Can't they just do a live ride together? They can do live rides, but usually they are doing one that, that doesn't have cursing, and that's not oh, usually ever. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You have to go okay. back to the ones in the 70s that they didn't curse in. Right. <laughs> they, had, they hadn't invented those words yet. So <laughs> The dry erase board didn't have all those curse words on it. It's all old-timey curse words. But the, but the shirt is very nice, and thank you. And uh, everyone should get one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. He's trying to put in plugs for our merchandise so you don't delete the file at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, now it costs you money if you delete this. I'm He's incentivized you. At least $20 for that shirt. Yeah, he's incentivizing you to not delete the file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how can people find you online? <laughs> so uh, occasionally, like today, because of my 400th ride, uh, I, Congratulations. Will, I will post on the uh, on on some of the uh, on, on the OPP. Say, uh, I, I do a Facebook, Eric Shapiro. I am. I have an Instagram that I think I have three pictures on. But I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, like but, but yeah, on the bike it's happy underscore shappy, and uh, I used to do six a.m. rides all the time, and now with this new job I'm in, I'm really only really Fridays I'm live at six a.m. Then I try to do the afternoon five thirty rides. Awesome, awesome. Okay, well, we'll, well, people will probably find you now because they they're going to love to say happy shappy yeah, too. That's a name that will stick in their head. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, they better not be a happy shabby too. <laughs> He's like, I happy will. shabby also. <laughs> yes. yeah, also. I will find. Yeah, don't do that. I will find you. <laughs> He's like, I control all the medical drugs. So if you get sick. I changed no. it to Happy Shappy 2 just for a second and it was gone. No. Yeah. <laughs> Never uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say thank you for having me on twice. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say thank you for being yeah. on twice. Hey, here's something cool. You're the only guest to be on twice that is not like an instructor type of person so this, this is part two of two but really only part one of two and uh, yeah. the, the best part was the tuesday teaser which was a total uh, teaser i had like written i was going to share it i had this great little thing that was going to make people laugh and i go send and it's like unavailable I'm like, what and then, then you wanted to call me and i'm like oh no i did something wrong <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's like, what did I do to upset her? <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, I want to correct it. I want to like say, just you know, like there's going to be a problem. And Tom was like, well, you can't do that because if you do that, then what? He's going to see it on there. And I was like, 
well, I don't feel right just messaging him and leaving it out there. I got to talk to him. Yeah. I was like, you don't want him to find out that way. Seeing it on Facebook. He's like, oh, by the way, this ain't happening. Suck it. Who's happy shabby now? Not you. You're pissy shabby. It was so funny. I was so upset. And like the the kids were in the living room and like we were all sitting there and I was like, oh, no. And then like the kids were dead silent. It was like a funeral was happening. We all felt so bad And then I had to make the phone call And the kids were like (gasps) (laughs) How's it gonna be People who are listening The first one was really funny (laughs) (laughs) Yeah he really screwed the pooch this time (laughs) Cool thank you very much For for taking the time yet again (laughs) And being so patient To do this We greatly appreciate it. We no, do. Thank, but thank you guys. Really, thank you. Thank you guys really much for doing this. Because I think that you know you guys have an awesome mix of people, instructors, and, and people of interest, and then also uh, riders who are people of interest also. But thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Thank you. Right, take care, guys. You too. Bye. 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 Here's today's recipe for success. So did Eric Shapiro send us a recipe that we could lose? <laughs> He did. He did. But I think you're going to want to keep this one. Oh, sounds well, you, like okay, chicken you tenders. Won't, you won't want to keep it. It's chicken tenders wrapped in pizza. <laughs> it does sound pretty good for you. For me. <laughs> if I eat that, people would be like, when are you due? <laughs> well, Eric thought that maybe he could come up with a recovery beverage after you've done a lot of Peloton rides or just a long road ride. Very hydrating and healthy. Mick so, Ultra. <laughs> close. <laughs> close. He said you might like it. So maybe you will because it is fruity. Okay. It's a Pino. It's a Pina Pelotini. He even gave it its own name. <laughs> it's one part vodka, preferably the coconut flavored. Ugh. But you could go with a nice organic vodka. Per Eric, if you okay. want to keep things healthy. I just don't like coconut. Oh, man, you don't. Gosh, you're picky. And that's why you, I'm with you. Aw, nice save, honey. And then you add one part pineapple juice. Again, could be organic per Eric. Sure. So then you take your emptied sports water bottle or martini shaker, combine the ingredients with ice and shake vigorously. Serve in a martini glass or keep in the sport insulated water bottle to help with attending kids' swim meets and soccer games. <laughs> he smuggled beverages before I see. I think he might be good at this. Yeah. So there's there's his recipe. And as somebody who works at a concert venue, he's the reason we don't allow outside food and beverage. <laughs> nice, Eric. So when you're wondering, like, oh, why do they let us bring stuff? That's why. Because Eric Shapiro, personally, we call it the Shapiro rule, actually. <laughs> it's Irish, I hear. Yeah. Can't trust them Irish. They're, mess- they're always messing things up for people. <laughs> So I guess that brings us to the end of another episode. It does. Uh, Who will we be speaking to next week? I am so excited. Laura Puggerud. She's the one that uh, was the first to a million. So it was <laughs> first to three thousand. She All probably right. will be the first to a million too. Yeah, we should probably specify first to three thousand because if we're talking about she's al- she's already at forty five hundred. Probably, yeah. Like it's she she might be further than that by now. Forty six hundred. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean since I said forty five hundred, there went 46. she went to forty six hundred. That sounds about forty seven, forty eight. Actually, we need, we need to wrap this up. We I can't know. even keep up with our our interview. Will be so woefully out of date by the time we get to her. <laughs> She'll be like 3,000 I mean I guess mathematically I had to do that To get to 9,000 but (laughs) It's so long ago I don't remember She's very humble though so I don't think I don't think that'll shock her very much That she had 3,000 At some point yes yeah it's going to be a great a great talk. I can't wait to talk to her. Yes. So she was the first to 3,000. Yes. And it became a race down the stretch. It did. And you're going to hear all about it. You will hear all about it. So <laughs> yeah, that'll be a, a good story. Yes. So uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, until next week, where can people find you, should they so choose? They can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. Or they can find me at, on Twitter at Clip Out Crystal or on the bike at Clip Out Crystal. You can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Or you can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. So uh, that is it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time. 
keep peddling. Set yourself free. Come on and take 